Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Take four, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the MMA Scope. Let me tell you a story real quick. Okay, Saturday night. Let me paint the picture. In the room, there are 25 women, all beautiful. They are all over me. And then Cole wakes me up from my DMT trip. Um... Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pat Dog Shaheen. I'm here with uh, Cole Henry. Uh, just to clarify, like like uh, a lot of the stories that are probably going to be told throughout this podcast, that one was 100% false. I do not tell lies. You, I am one of the most honorable people. You do kind of look like Abraham Lincoln. I've right ever met. You've got the Abraham Lincoln beard going on. You know, some people... That compared me to Rosa Parks. Wow, we're moving on. Uh, let, let's just get to the fights. Uh, anything else we're going to say is going to be absolute rubbish. Uh, let's do it. You wanted to break down 235. I, I did. I did, man. This is one of the cards that we'll think for about a year of how good it was. Let's start it off at women's strawweight. We had Hannah Cyphers defeat Pollyanna Viana via decision. Um, I... The, I'm not, the main thing I remember about this fight was uh, Hannah Cypher's post-fight interview. She clearly was, did not want to be there. Uh, she didn't do it in the octagon. She did it backstage. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a uh, it was a Ricky Bobby moment for sure. Um, uh, Pollyanna Viana is very attractive. If you ever hear this, hit me up. Let's move on. At women's bantamweight, we had Macy Chesson. That's how you say it, John Anik. Defeat Gianna Mazzana. Yeah, let's go with that. Via punches in the first round. It was it was nice, nice stuff. Okay, so first of all, you scold John Anik for missing. Oh, I'm, I'm feisty, <laughs> Missing Macy Chesson. Then you proceed to butcher Gina Mazzani's name? Doesn't matter. She lost, okay? Okay, fair point. Fair point. First round stoppage win for Macy Chesson. Well, just think about it. Uh, it was a good performance by Macy Chesson. I mean, she she looked a little slow in the early going, but uh, it didn't really matter at all. She was just setting everything up, and she landed a nice, I think it was a right hand that put Mazzani down. You don't see a lot of KOs like that. The cage, she bullied her. Yeah, yeah, it was, that was nice. Macy Chesson's definitely a fighter to watch. <clears throat> Final fight of the early preliminary card, we had middleweights Esmond Edmund Shabazian defeat Charles Bird via elbows. 
Um, it was cl- it was quick. Yeah, that one was quick. Edmund Shabazzian's looked good in all of his fights so far. Real deal. Yeah. Um, Move on up to the preliminary card. We had welterweights Diego Sanchez defeat Mickey Gall. Cole uh, was. It was for some reason cheering mm-hmm. for Diego Sanchez. Absolutely, we all know Mickey Gall's the future of the sport. He bit Diego Sanchez. Did he bit him? <laughs> what? Diego Diego Sanchez posted it on his Instagram. He had a, on his chest a bite mark. Mickey Gall bit him. He's the goat. He's a biter. Mickey Gall is a biter. Okay. Diego Sanchez just Working. beat him up. I just beat Great him up. Great to see, man. It was like a it was like a high schooler beating up a fifth grader. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. Diego uh, Sanchez has won back to back fights for the first time in a long time. First uh, stoppage since two thousand eight. Mickey Gall's now lost two of three. Um, bro, let's stop there. Do not do not shit on Mickey Gall. Here. I'm gonna I'm going to no. I'm gonna do just it. good job, Diego Sanchez. Really nice fight. He Looked cheated. Great. He cheated. Um, let's move on up the card. Unless you got any objections. I'm just Mickey Gall gassed early in the first round. I think he got kicked. He may something. have. He, he claimed he broke he, a rib. He claimed he passed out during his mm, weight cut. Okay. But I, I just I don't well, know. Well then don't cut to one seventeen. Yeah. Uh, up next we have Bantamweights Cody Stamen. Defeat Alejandro Perez via decision. Uh, it was kind of a disappointing for performance for Perez, I think. He, uh, he looked really good leading up to this, but Cody Stamen's just a solid dude. Looks like he probably definitely did not miss uh, any of his, I don't know, I was going to say meals, but I don't, he's not fat, he's in really good shape. But, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. He's healthy. just, dudes, in, yeah, well put together. I don't, I'm going to stop. Uh, good performance by Cody Stamen, though, got the win there. He uh, He's looked good in the octagon for the most part outside of that, uh, Weird Nibar loss to uh, Aljamain Sterling. Up next, we had light heavyweights. Like, let me stop. All right, I'm not just going. Mama, that man did it again. Your boy Johnny Walker with the flying knee to knock Misha Serkinov down and finish him with punches. What you think about it? Uh, it was kind of heartbreaking for Sokolov because uh, in the pre-fight videos leading up to the fight, he was saying uh, he's like he Walker looked impressive in his first two fights. He goes, but I'd like to think that I'm different than those guys, and uh, nope. I he did not he did not appear to nope. be because Johnny Walker uh, came in. I mean, you know, not to criticize Sokolov, but it, it, Walker seemed to get. Damaged more from his post-fight celebration than he did from the fight Which with uh, Sir. I hope he doesn't miss significant time for it. What's next for Johnny Walker? What if Walker? it was career-ending? What if he never fought again? I, I'm, I'm just there what be if... some nerd on YouTube making videos ten years from now. You've <laughs> <laughs> been the greatest <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um, and look, Johnny Walker. Who? Maybe that's the guy that eventually defeats John Jones. He he's young. He's got the build. He. Got the power for sure. I mean, we we haven't seen him anywhere but on the feet in the UFC. That's that's a problem. But is that his fault that he's knocking dudes out? He's starching dudes. I've seen a couple things about him real quick. I saw first of all, I saw a video um, today of one of his previous losses, and it was weird seeing it. He had a, a rough loss early in his career, but it just goes to show how much he's improved because uh, he. Uh, what do you look like? 
like his physical appearance. Yes. Exact same, pretty much. About three or four years ago. But uh, what, what's I next mean, for but, but he, what's next for Walker? Well, the other thing I want to say, I saw an article, another article today, or I saw an article today that said that the UFC doesn't plan on rushing him up the ladder. I had thought that maybe Anthony Smith would be a good matchup for him if they wanted to rush him up the ladder. But if they don't, uh, he could fight. I mean, any number of people if they're not trying to rush it. A fight maybe with Jan Blahoyowicz. Sirkinov was ranked 13, Walker was ranked 14, or was it 14-15 coming into this fight? I think Walker was 15, Sirkinov was 14. Walker will probably move into the top 10 after that. And he should get a top 10 opponent. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think he would. I mean, I think of a lot of guys, I think Johnny Walker could probably knock out pretty easily in the top 10. Yeah, there really is a lot of exciting fights for him. He's really, you know, he's an exciting prospect, and, you know, he doesn't have nearly the height, but Alonzo Minifield is another guy at light heavyweight. You're right. There's some interesting guys there. You're right. So we've probably quadrupled the amount of time talking about the fight than the fight last. You got anything else on it? Uh, That's about it. Uh, our final fight of the preliminary card, we have featherweight Zabit Magomed Sharipov defeat Jeremy Stevens. Decision win. Not what I was not what I was expecting. I tweeted that I thought it would be the fight of the night. I was dead wrong. Yeah, I thought that. Uh, I mean, it was a good fight for what it was. I think you know, and me too. I'm not trying to say that I wasn't in on this, but I think a lot of people expected it to just be kind of a barn burner because, you know, Sharapov's last few fights in the UFC have been, but they've been against much lower competition. And uh, you know, Stevens did what he always does. He charged forward with hooks, but Sharapov or Magomed Sharapov just cut him off a lot with his angles and uh, he's just he's a good fighter and he used technique to uh, avoid the firefight that Jeremy Stevens would have no doubt he loved did. and he that did. we would have loved it was and and Joe Rogan was you know uh, having orgasms over to beat's feet no it was actually Dominic I think was just couldn't control himself about his feet movement but it was right Zabit's feet movement was great in this yeah. fight Jeremy Stevens couldn't get close to him Zabit I feel like for the first time, feared someone's power. Well, he had to respect it. I mean, Jeremy Stevens has stopped a lot of dudes. A lot of dudes, you know? and I think he got hit a few times in the first round mm-hmm. and was thinking, maybe I don't need to be doing that. Yeah. And he won the fight via numbers. Uh, that's it for our prelims. Let's go on to our main card to kick it off. We have Bantamweights. Pedro Munoz, he defeated former champ, Cody Garbrandt, KO. Yeah, it seems like every week we talk about how far a fighter has fallen. Something about bantamweight, though. You know, we think of uh, the last few bantamweight champions. You, know, you think of Dominic Cruz. Who it's it's not that he's necessarily fallen in terms of you know win losses, but it's just been marred by injury for so long. Then you've got Heenan Burrell, who, I mean, has lost m- most of his last ten fights. You know, and then you've got. Uh, Dillashaw, who's, you know, he's not necessarily included, but just Cody Garbrandt has has lost three straight fights now, all by KO. He's gone from being, you know, it seemed like he was on the precipice of being a a pretty big star, and had he beat TJ Dillashaw in that first fight, you have to wonder where he would have gone or where he would be now, but instead, it seems like he's, uh, he makes the same mistake in every fight. Like, he goes into, he gets into a firefight, and, uh, you know, just sticks his chin out there and wings punches, and, uh, you know, he gives what he gets, but he doesn't seem to be able to take what he can, you know, dish out. So, um, I don't know. It's sad to see it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, so this isn't even about the fight. I was just thinking, uh, TJ has a list of growing challengers. challengers. Um, Pedro Munoz, great performance here. He... It was exchanging in the first, and I remember Cody went for a takedown. He Munoz got back up, and for some reason, for the last 30 seconds, Cody decided to swing wild with a with somebody and get knocked out. Um, great stuff uh, from Pedro Munoz, and it really it, it's unfortunate from Cody Garbrandt. Pedro Munoz is not on the level of Rafael Asensio or Marlon Moraes. And that's a problem because Cody probably doesn't beat either of those guys right now. Speaking of, I like to see Garbrandt fight Jimmy Rivera. I think Cody might have thought that this was a tune-up fight. Uh, yeah, I know. Munoz was number nine. He's won a lot of fights, but it probably was seen as a fight that Garbrandt would use to get back on track. I agree. Instead, he's looking at three straight losses. Um, Up next, we got women's strawweights. Oh, Li Zhang. Defeats Tisha. I did not want to have to restart this podcast. Defeat Tisha Torres via unanimous decision. What'd you think about it? Um, this was the first fight we bet on. I was wrong. I thought Tisha Torres would be able to uh, use her grappling to just sort of neutralize Whaley Zhang against the fence. But Whaley Zhang, uh, for the most part, avoided those exchanges and, and was able to take Torres down. She used her striking effectively. And She's 19-1 and one now, and she's uh, one of the more exciting prospects at strawweight. And she's also one of the more exciting prospects that uh, China has ever produced, I'd say. And they've got several right now that are making their way up the rankings, and uh, she's definitely one of the more exciting ones. This was uh, a challenge for Zhang. She, she uh, when she goes to the decision, she's dominating opponents. I, she thoroughly beat Tisha Torres, but this is a much higher level competition. Yeah. And uh, great stuff on her end. If it, I thought if it would have went to decision, Torres would have won. But uh, I agree with you. She's exciting out of China, so got a whole country behind her. Let's get up on the... God dang it. I really don't want to talk about this. Uh, welterweights, Ben Askren defeats Robbie Lawler via robbery, via Herb Dean, via Dana White, via it's all made up, tore shit. Go ahead, bud. Go ahead and beat me up. All right, here's the thing. I thought the fight starts. Ben Askren immediately goes for a takedown, which I guess you would suspect. Robbie Lawler picked him up, and he slammed him. And then he he hit him a bunch of times. If you watch the replay, though, Askren never seemed to lose consciousness. His head was always moving. He was reaching for a leg. He was trying to get the under. I won't make that argument. I know some people might have, but... 
Yeah, so I don't think, you know, people are saying, like, well, the ref could have stopped it there. Maybe he could have. Maybe other refs would have. The bottom line is, though, that referee did not stop it, and Ben Askren wasn't KO'd with his tongue hanging out. He was able to recover. He was able to get Lawler down. He was able to get the bulldog choke. Now, I understand the argument that Lawler didn't tap out. He didn't tap out. And maybe he very well could have got out of that submission and knocked out Ben Askren 10 seconds later. But it's not Ben Askren's fault. He didn't in the fight. You know, Herb Dean did. Herb Dean made a mistake, no doubt. But, I, you know, people are calling for an immediate rematch. And the night of, I thought that it was necessary. But at this point, you know, it's, uh, you know, I think that there's more people that are fans of Robbie Lawler upset about it than Robbie Lawler may even be himself. I just, I don't know that a rematch is necessary here, but, um... I'm no longer a fan of any sport. Of any sport? This really, like... This fight meant the most to me on this card. And to see Robbie get the slam, and it was just exciting. It was Robbie. It was Robbie, man. It was cool to see. Um... Ben Askren's elite, and he got him in a really compromised position. Robbie wasn't getting out of that. It it would he was in that position for about 15, 20 seconds before Herb checked on him, and he wasn't getting out of that position anytime soon. I mean, like, what's weird is if you watch the video, it looks like Herb Dean checks on Robbie Lawler, but right when he checks on him, he stops the fight. So it's like I don't know. He checks on him. Robbie's like hand is there. He gives a thumbs up, but yeah. then it he puts it back down. I guess Herb picks it up and didn't pay attention to it falling. He just looked back a few seconds later and it was saw down. it on the yeah. ga- ground. Where I think Robbie might have been trying to push him. So I, I don't. It it sucks. It sucks. Um, I don't know if a rematch. Would, there's just too much exciting, too many exciting fights for both of these guys to be focused on this one fight. Yeah. If Askren gets the title and Lawler wins one or two, yeah, then run it back. Then run it back. Dana White said they were gonna have the rematch, but uh, and you we'll, know we'll, we'll see, see if happens. that ends up happening. I, I just think that I'd like to see Askren fight the winner of Darren Till and Roy Masvidal, and Robbie Lawler can pretty much fight anybody, and it'll be what's up with Pete? Uh, exciting. Well, that's not here. Um, Robbie, yeah, I'll fight Mike Perry, Robbie Lawler. Go beat Mike Perry up, real quick. That would be a good fight. Do you think he wins that fight? I think Mike, he's way quicker. Mike Perry and Robbie Lawler? Yes. Yeah, I think. I think Robbie Lawler. I was thinking Ben Askren for a second. I was like, but yeah, Robbie Lawler, yeah, I think he would. That'd be a really fun fight, though. It and would I mean, be. Lawler has lost three or four. I mean, they've been a top competition, and this one was arguable, of course. But the point is, I mean, you could justify that fight, I think, and that'd be definitely exciting. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, you're looking at the greatest weapon Um, I'm sorry, that was, uh, that was unnecessary. I understand that most of you have deleted your podcast Who, apps. who, we, who, uh, who I was, what was don't that? stop. Was that like um, Big Bird? We have welterweights for the championship, the strap. Why did Big Bird just appear on the podcast? Uh, Kamara Usman defeats reigning champ Tyron Woodley via unanimous decision 50-44-50-44-50-45. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd love to tell you that this fight was the most exciting thing I've ever seen, but unfortunately, Kamara Usman is just not that exciting of a fighter. You have... He whooped Tyron Woodley's ass. I'll give it to him. You have to admit that um, 
first of all, nice circus for us. I'll give you that. It was decent. Um, second of all, uh, you have to give it to Usman. He dominated the fight. It was not exciting at all, though. Um, I think Woodley, I, I don't know. Uh, I think this is a really tough loss because as good of a champion as he was, I don't think there's really much um, of a push from the fans, at least, for him to get the rematch. Uh, you called this. You you thought Usman was going to do something. Did you expect this? Yeah, I mean, not, maybe not as dominant, but I just thought that it would be Usman out grappling Woodley because it just it just seemed logical. Usman's the bigger guy. And Woodley, as good as Woodley's grappling is, Usman, again, it really honestly just came down to the fact that he was bigger and they had very similar styles. It was way more dominant than I thought that it would be. But What um, was Woodley waiting on? I think that... Come third round, what was he doing? I, I have to assume he did not think that Usman would be able to out-grapple him like that. And he probably... Um, he was waiting to get taken down. Yeah, I, I don't know. He he, uh, he definitely didn't... I don't know. He just couldn't stop the grappling. I mean, really, that's all that can be said It was said a about very it. poor performance by Tyron Woodley. He's a better fighter than that. I think... He appeared broken by, like, the fourth round. He appeared broken by the end of the first. He he really did. He looked like he was panicking in the second round. And it just continued to snowball and resulted in not his night. Could it have been mental? Maybe. Uh, is Kamara Usman physically that much more dominant and technically more sound of a wrestler? Looked like it. Really did. Yeah. Looked like Kamaru Usman was just a bigger man. Yeah, that's why I don't want to see a rematch. Like, there's just no, no reason to think uh, anything would. Yeah, be I know. And your boy Colby, okay? You mean the real champ? Colby's not my boy. How many champs have met Donald Trump, bro? Uh, as far as I know, uh, he probably met Tim Sylvia back in the day. Okay, that's at least one. Are you about to fight me over Colby Covington? Yeah. I didn't realize you were Fuck so impassioned. Oh, I didn't realize you were so impassioned. Kobe, Kobe's next. Uh, he wins it. I don't, uh, Dana, I don't see a reason. To, uh, well, I didn't take you for a, uh, a Kobe, such a Kobe right, story. You done? Are you done? I'm done. Oh, wow, why fine. are you blushing? Uh, because Kobe's the goat. Wow. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you done on this fight? Yeah, whatever. Ladies and it's been a pleasure covering this uh, welterweight championship. Why uh, Usman is not going to be very interesting. Um, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. 
UFC 235 brings you the main event of the evening. You won't need your entire seat. You won't need to even be there. Go ahead and beat the traffic out of the building because what you expect to happen will happen and John Jones will absolutely dominate Anthony Smith while throwing an illegal strike. You called it right. What voice was that? That was uh, the like monster truck voice. Just the generic monster truck rally guy. Yeah. So we've had Big Bird. And you want to talk about this fight? I. I that's well, yeah. I guess that's a. Anthony we're here Smith for. Uh, gets kneed in the fort. Uh, the highlight of the fight, ladies and gentlemen, is an illegal knee by John Jones. Anthony Smith very. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? It, it was cool. It was cool to see a, a fighter that could have taken the easy way out not take the easy way out. Uh, Anthony Smith gets up, continues the fight, only to uh, go on for another six or so minutes of getting that That asshole. Did your phone just go off? Yeah, I'm sorry. Hmm. Don't. Is it Kobe Covington? Yes. Oh. Wow. Uh, yeah, I pretty much agree with most of what you said. Um, it's, I don't know, it was not that good of a fight. Anthony Smith didn't seem like he wanted any part of it. He, he made a lot of comments going into the fight that nobody had ever been uh, unafraid to fight Jones. And I think, you know, him saying that, he was speaking maybe from a bit. Like, it just seemed like he, he, he did exactly what he said he wasn't going to do. Um, I imagine it's very intimidating fighting John Jones, but I just also gotta I, I gotta feel like you know I feel like it's okay to say that if you're gonna fight for the world championship, you've got to be able to get over the mental the mental I guess humps that he could not seem to get over. He just he threw very few strikes. He was arguing with his coach uh, in between rounds. I just I mean John Jones is John Jones, but uh, Anthony Smith didn't really impress um, anybody. I don't think. I'm not going to for one second discredit what John Jones did Saturday night. It was um, what you expect. And no, he didn't get a finish, but he thoroughly dominated his opponent once again. Uh, John Jones is the best fighter to ever fight in the UFC. I agree with you there, but he's the second best double J. We're not going to dive into that one. That's it for UFC 235. Call any last impression. Well, do not refer back to Jeff Jarrett. I just want to... Uh, whatever. Okay. Let's move on. Who wins that fight? In their primes. I'll give you in their primes. Okay. Jeff Jarrett at, at 30 versus, Mike, versus John Jones right now. <clears throat> How many guitars does Double J Jeff Jarrett have? Three. Does he have Deborah with him? Yeah, I'm still going John Jones. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, I'll I'll uh, call this one out. UFC Fight Night uh, 146. That's Lewis versus Dos Santos. So it'll be the fourth appearance for the UFC on ESPN Plus. And uh, goes down March 9th from the Intrust Bank Arena in Wichita, Kansas. Um, here's a uh, bit of a factoid for you. Since we were on wrestling, I'll bring up one more wrestling fact. Uh, the Big Show. 
mm-hmm. a very large man. Mm-hmm. Went to college at Wichita State on a basketball scholarship. Don't quote me on that. That might that might not be true. He played collegiate basketball. Yeah, I might not be right. Anyway, on to the on to the fight card. Uh, we'll start at the uh, bottom as we always do. Alex White versus Dan Morad. Cousin to Sean White. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, anyway, I'll be fighting Dan Moray. Uh, up the card, welterweight, Alex Morano versus Zach Otto. This is a fight that just feels like it should happen. I don't know why, but these two guys could be clones. Um, Matt Schnell and Luis Smolka. Good to see Luis Smolka back in there. This is his second fight since... Matt Schnell fought either. It's been a while. He, he'd had two straight losses, and then he... Um, Both of these guys were pretty good bantamweights one time. Especially Smolka. Smolka. Especially uh, Smolka, but he kind of fell off and got cut. But he's back in the UFC now, so good for him. Uh, up the card, Maurice Green and Jeff Hughes. Uh, Maurice Green was on The Ultimate Fighter. I don't know a whole lot about Jeff Hughes, but I will say on Twitter the other day, I tweeted out who's the best uh, heavyweight prospect in MMA right now. And some guy who I cannot remember said it was Jeff Hughes. So uh, we'll be watching that fight to see if Hughes lives up to that one random Twitter guy's uh, very high expectations of him. Um, featherweight, Grant Dawson and Julian Arosa. Grant Dawson, um, from the same family that's named after Dawson's Creek, obviously. Yes. I. We don't have, we don't have any paperwork to... Verify no, that, but we do internet. we do think that that's one of the same. One hundred percent, write an article about uh, women's bantamweight Marion Renault uh, versus Yanita Kunitskaya. Kunitskaya, of course, fought for the uh, women's featherweight championship against Chris Cyborg. That did not go well. Uh, Marion Renault is a high school gym teacher, so she will choke you with a triangle or with a jump rope, depending on where you cross her. Uh, any thoughts on that one? Uh, I'd love to see uh, submission be a jump rope choke. Mm-hmm. How many times could you hit a jump rope, you think? One. Wow. I'm very awkward on the come up. Mm-hmm. And I can't. My hand-foot mm-hmm. coordination, not very good. Poor. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, main fight of the ESPN. I mean, when I run, I'm flailing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do with my hands. Right. Come on. Don't know what to do with my legs. Very uncoordinated. Is that what you're saying? It kind of looks like someone having a seizure. Flailing toad, maybe. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, main fight of the preliminary card, Anthony Rocco Martin, who has very much benefited from moving up to welterweight, will be fighting Sergio Marias, who, uh, Almost never loses, but fights pretty irregularly, so no one really notices that he never loses. Um, good fight here, I'd say. This is uh, Anthony Martin. It, when he, okay, he was Tony Martin down at lightweight, and he was very average. Moves up to welterweight, totally changes that. He's Anthony Rocco Martin now. He's beaten dudes. It's an incredible transformation. Good for him. Uh, with that being said, I think Sergio Marias submits him in the second round. Okay. What do you think? Um, I know Sergio Marais. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just I, effective. I, Good, basic jujitsu, but he beats you with it. And uh, I remember Anthony Rocco Martin a lot better as Tony Martin. And uh, Tony Martin wasn't uh, the yeah. best lightweight in the world. Yeah, I feel like he's almost trying to make you think it's like different people. 
You know, he's like, I don't know who Tony Martin is. He totally baffled me when I saw Anthony Rocco Martin. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Main card: Tim Bosch versus Omari Akhmadov. Remember we saw Tim Bosch fight Dan Severn? I'm sorry, Dan Henderson. We're gonna have to restart the fight. <laughs> we gotta start the whole thing over. Uh, Tim Bosch, Dan Henderson. Remember when we saw that? We saw an H-bomb, knock a dude out. Yeah, we did. In that New was, Orleans. Was, Cormier was supposed to fight Bosch that night. No, he was supposed to fight Ryan Bader. Oh, yeah, and we settled for Bosch and Henderson. But it was cool. We saw an H-bomb. He's fighting Amari Agnagol. And Hendo's wife. Shout out to Hendo's wife. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, on up the car, lightweight. But Wait, no. now, let's, let's okay. not. Uh, let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about the fight. Tim Bosch is a very well-rounded middleweight. I, you have a poster of him above your bed. I don't know why. It's kind of weird. Um, I'm going to go Akhmadov. Okay. Uh, I think I will, too. Tim Bosch is, is good for a highlight real finish every now and then, but I think Akhmadov will, will, will take this one. Uh, so I think we're in agreement there. Mario Akhmadov. On up the car, Benal Dariush will fight Drew Dober. This is uh, definitely a step up in competition for Drew Dober. It's the biggest, biggest fight he's had uh, in the UFC. Drew Dober's a very exciting fighter. Yeah, he's got thighs like an elephant. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, but Benal Dariush is... Well-rounded. I think he was high as the number six lightweight in the world at one point. At one point. Um, but, uh, you know, those were different days. What's it, what was his last fight? Did he get, get worked? No, he fought... Um, he fought Anthony, or sorry, uh, Alexander Hernandez and lost via KO, but he's fought oh, since man. then and won. I just can't think of who Alex it was against. Alex the Great. Yeah. How'd that end for Alex the Great? Didn't he go on to fight some dude that just He fought that cowboy guy. That Donald fella. Like, did, didn't he win that fight? Mm. Uh, yeah, he did. No, actually, I don't think. The, the cowboy no. one? Yeah, the, oh, okay. the cowboy. Um, I'm picking... Uh, God, I'm gonna pick Dober. Man. I'm gonna go with Dariush, but I hope Dober wins just because I like seeing guys move up the card. He started out uh, very average, and it'd be nice if he or cool if he got a win here. But I think Dariush is gonna win submission. Uh, on up the card, Blagoy Ivanov Blagoy. faces the 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 great. I love it. The the Wisconsin the. The Willow, the Wisconsin, okay. Blagoy Ivanov versus the Wisconsin, I've got absolutely nothing. Okay. All right, Blagoy Ivanov versus Big Ben Rothwell, we'll go with that. That worked a lot better. Um, Ben Roethlisberger. Wait, wait, wait. Blagoy Ivanov versus the Wizard of Wisconsin, Ben Rothwell. Um... Ben Rothwell and Ben Roethlisberger are second cousins. I did um, not know that. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Roth, uh, yeah, Roethlisberger got uh, the better hair in the deal. Right. But, uh, right. I love the fact that Ben Rothwell's fighting. Yeah. Did he, I, is, did he, is he coming off suspension? Yeah, he got suspended sometime after that loss of Junior Dos Santos. He'd been on a tear before that, though. He'd won four straight. Most of those fights, probably, I think maybe all of them by stoppage, actually. I know he beat Josh Barnett by submission, and he had another quality win in there. Um, was he slated to fight? Lewis? Oh, he knocked out Overeem. Was he slated to fight Derek Lewis? And that's when he got popped? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Maybe so. I, I think that was the thing. I'm, I, I'm probably wrong. He was He was supposed to fight. Or no, I think he was supposed to fight Fabrizio Verdun. On, and then uh, he got pulled for popping. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, and then Blagoy Ivanov was uh, a champion. <coughs> and, uh, he was a, a, a top-ranked fighter in Bellator. He's a champion in World Series of Fighting. And his UFC debut did not go well. He dropped a decision to uh, Junior Dos Santos. I'm going to go with Ben Rothwell here, I think. Ivanov hasn't shown that he's, he's his uh, style of fighting is effective against high-level competition. So uh, I'll go with Rothwell. And uh, I'm gonna, I, I mean, I'm gonna go with Rothwell as well. Uh, it's hard to tell what a guy will look like after 18 months. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to see him back. I'm gonna go Rothwell. Yeah. All right. Uh, final three fight to the card. This is, I think, the sleeper card of the or sleeper night of the. Okay. Sleeper fight of the card. Um. Tim Means versus Nico Price. I have a cousin with a name very similar to Nico Price. Um, anyway, uh, not the same guy. Not the same guy. Uh, Tim, do you know what I means? Versus Nico paid the price. A uh, really good fight here. Both of these guys are lanky. Both guys have finishing power. Um, what do you think about this one? So, when I was four and five years old, I would tell all of my associates at the time that I wanted to be called MC Price Tag. Tim Means is a very bad, bad man. I think this is a step up in competition for Mr. Price. Um, I'm going to go Tim Means. I, I think I'm going to go Tim Means, too. Uh, Price has looked really good at certain points, but uh, he had that rough loss to... Uh, I think it was Alexander Al Hassan, or uh, sorry, Al, Al. I can't think of his name. Abdul Al Hassan, maybe. Anyway, um, so I'm gonna go with Means here. But if Price wins, you know, he he could end up being a contender before too long if he puts together a few wins. He's uh, he's looked pretty good. Uh, Co-main event: welterweight fight, Elias Oleski dos Santos versus Curtis Melender. This is uh, another fight that. Go ahead and run. Elias, name back, because you said it perfectly. Elias Oleski Dos Santos. You box like four names in a row, and then you just like, but you just hurdle that one. Which name did I botch? A few. I didn't botch a single name. Ah, you're talking about Abdul Hassan. Listen, he is. What do you think about this fight? Not relevant to the conversation. Um, I think that this is a good fight. I think uh, I think Curtis Melinder's going to have an advantage with his length, but if Zaleski can get inside and attack the body, I think he can definitely beat Curtis Melinder. Um, I'm going to pick Zaleski Dos Santos here. Uh, the winner, I really think, will probably get a, a high... When, when I say high, I mean like a, you know, the 6th or 7th ranked guy or a top 5 opponent next, because... Uh, Zaleski's, or Dos Santos has won a lot of fights, several fights in a row, and Melinder's done nothing but wins since coming to the UFC. It's a good fight, though. Really M- good fight. Melinder's got good boxing, good power. Uh, Dos Santos is, I'm going to say, the better, more well-rounded 
fighter. Yeah, Melinder will knee you right in the face. Yeah, I'm going to pick Melinder because of that. I, I, I think, you know, if that dude keeps racking up knockouts, it's going to wind up good for him, and I think he'll continue that trend. I just remembered you owe me $5 from... Uh, I don't have it. You don't have it? Very poor. Hmm. This is getting really weird. He is now standing on the table. I want my five dollars. Pointing multiple guns at me. <laughs> uh, main event: Derek Lewis versus Junior Dos Santos. Speaking of guns, we've got a couple of big ones. I'm sorry. Speaking of no. What are you doing? Oh, sorry. Have a seat. What are you doing? My balls was hot. You've taken your pants. He's taking his pants off in the studio here. Uh, I don't really know I'm how not I, putting them back on. I don't on. really know how I can continue. That'd be, that'd be faking. This is workplace violence. Um, anyway, Derek Lewis, Junior Dos Santos. I'm going to try to focus. Uh, Derek Lewis, Junior Dos Santos. Uh, this is a tough fight. Derek Lewis said it was the easiest fight he's ever had. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why he said I that. I just don't know. Uh, because you know. he thinks he's going to outbox Junior Dos Santos. I, I guess, maybe, you know. Uh, and it, it's going to be so exciting to see one of them get knocked out violently. <sighs> Who are you picking? I'm going to pick Derek. I think they'll stand and trade, and I think it'll. I think Derek might get beat up for two rounds, and then... That's possible. I will say, I think... It's Luke, a five-round fight. I, that favors Junior big time. I think Dos Santos will attack the body in the early part of the round and then, towards the end, look for a KO. You know... I think he'll fight Lewis the same way he fought Ben Rothwell. I don't think Derek's the best wrestler in the world, but he's it's just so much bigger than most of his opponents. And he won't be so much bigger than Dos, Santa, Dos, Dos Santos that people will, you know... On screen, it won't look that way, but the weight and the muscle, he's a huge man, and I think he'd be wise to try to pin Dos Santos against the cage or take him down, but he won't. He'll stand there, and he'll trade with one of the best boxing heavyweights the UFC's ever seen, and somebody's going to... I'm going to predict somebody getting knocked out. I'm going Derek Lewis because he's one of my favorite fighters of all time. I don't... It's a toss-up to me, in all honesty. Yeah, it really is for me, too. Like I said, I'm mostly picking Dos Santos because I think he's going to have a slight speed advantage and he'll probably have a better game plan. Like I said, I think he'll attack the body, but uh, we'll see. Derek's going to come out and throw some kind of spinning kick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Junior might swarm him there, knock him out quick. I don't know. Uh, This is a really good card. Yeah, it is. I like it a lot. We're coming to you from... Clinch Kansas. That's how it's pronounced. All right, before we do rapid fire questions, I want to uh, give a shout out to MMA Torch and remind everybody to get on MMATorch.com for all of your MMA uh, needs and desires. There's uh, the latest thing that's been posted as uh, a rankings update, pound for pound, which is, of course, done by David McGrath. And there's a new episode of uh, MMA Torch for Pro Wrestling, or sorry, MMA Talk for Pro Wrestling fans. So, um, I definitely recommend you check that stuff out and uh, you get some of the good stuff. Shout out to all of our sponsors. Yes, our all sponsors. Again, www.callandrewout.com. Um, Please call Andrew out. Nobody, nobody's going to do it. That's his motto. Anyway, rapid fire questions real quick before we get out of here. Uh, Dana White said that Daniel Cormier is the heavyweight GOAT. Is that because he thinks it's true or because he really does not like Steve Miocic? Which one is it? Or, wait a second.
If he was including Fedor in that conversation, I just thought about it. You gotta consider the fact that Daniel Cormier is FaceTiming Dana White six times a day. Dana. Dana. Dana, just say it. Dana, just say it. Yeah. Um, man, he's not. No, Fedor's not. not. He might be the most talented fighter. I think he might be the best. In be- the UFC's history to ever fight at the heavyweight. Yeah, business, I was, he might be the best UFC heavyweight, but to me, he would have to do uh, a little more to be. Because, I mean, you know, the majority of his career was spent at light heavyweight. He, so, I mean, uh, he knocked out the heavyweight champ, who was a good champ. Yeah, for um, sure. Nice win there. He has a win over Frank Mir. He has a win over Roy Nelson, Josh Barnett, Antonio Bigfoot Silver. Derek Lewis very quickly. Yeah. Uh, you know, Quality heavyweight win. Whatever he does in this last fight, make it count. DC, go beat Francis. Yeah, or like, we gotta say, like, if Brock Lesnar comes in and F5s him, like, is he still the go? No. Yeah, he's not. Brock Lesnar's the go. Yeah, if he pulled that off. <clears throat> Alright, um, next thing. Uh, I don't know if you heard the news. Greg Hardy is set to return to action at UFC on ESPN3. He's fighting, um, I believe, a Russian fellow. I can't think of is the guy's name. Is he the freaking I, I don't. I would highly doubt it. He's probably just gonna be on the card. Hopefully not the come-in event. Uh, you think we'll see a better... Performance by uh, Greg Hardy? No. Or? No. I really want him to lose. Yeah. And I really want him to get out of the UFC and never come back. And go to the AAF. Sure. Whatever you want to do, Greg Hardy. Go to the XFL. Probably make more money there. I don't know what... We, who knows? Sponsors aren't jumping on Greg Hardy no. right now. And he's not... I don't care who you are. You're not making that much in your first few fights in the UFC, especially if you're in Greg Hardy. He, he probably got a better contract than most people in his position. But it's, it's not NFL money. No, he was making like $13 million a year. Yeah. Like, good luck with that. All right, final thing. Ali Abdelaziz and Colby Covington. Yeah, they're fighting. Yeah. They almost beat each other up. Well, no, Ali almost beat Colby up, yeah. I don't think so. Not just call Colby the GOAT. Um... Wait, yeah, we just totally flip-flopped there. Wait, wait. I'm um, sorry. Ali represents a few fighters that I'm... Three champions Big now. fans of... Hey, man. Uh, he's riding the right coattails. Yeah. Um, he seems like a pretty sleazy guy, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to hang out with him. I'd love to drink a beer with him. Um, probably doesn't drink beer in all honesty. Um, Colby's the GOAT. Let's be honest, Colby's going to win that title and no one will ever remember George St. Pierre's name in three years. He appeared to be hiding behind women and children. Colby Covington's that guy on the Titanic, and I'm not even... When he runs through that division, you're going to regret it. When we're recording our 88th episode, I'm going to remind you of our third... 12th or 13th we'll figure it out we'll figure that out here's Um, the thing Colby Covington's that guy on the Titanic that shoves a woman down a set of stairs so that he can get to the lifeboat yeah he's the first person on the boat what does that woman have to offer cuts the ropes and just pushes off what do any of those people have to offer they're not Colby Covington they haven't met Donald Trump well Colby okay they didn't meet they hung out you know there's really (laughs) formal like presidential handshake hey Mr. President no Colby and Don balled out. And you claim that you're friends with Colby Covington, so you're saying vicariously you're friends with the president. So you claim to be one of my, my worst enemy on the face of the earth. Dad is good friends um, <laughs> no, with Donald Trump, and right. sadly, his dad disowned his son and has claimed me 
and his own son. Wow, so this is we're gonna get out of here before this gets before this gets me, too honestly, too too weird. All right, an episode of CNN. I'm done. Um, as always, we want to uh, thank everybody for listening, and again, give a shout out to Same. MMA Torch. Same that one guy. And check out uh, check out what we got going on there. Anything you want to say before we get out of here? It's you're gonna have to now. Okay. No. See everybody later. Jeez.